It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. There was a girl that I worked with at the box office in Auburn. I mean, not a fun job, right? I mean, we're just taking people's credit cards all day. She decided to start speaking in a British accent, but then unfortunately spoke with somebody who had family in the area she said she was from, and she just got stuck. Just had to keep going. That can absolutely ruin your day. Ride or die. Yeah. I, I used to prank the radio station. That's what I did in the box office. <laughs> downstairs. They have, like, Otterbein had this, so I hope nobody is Otterbein radio, but they might have had two people listening all the time. Mm-hmm. They had, like, a rock station, and they the, played the same seven songs. Good old college radio. College yeah. radio station. Yeah, yeah. So I would call from the box office and be like, do you guys have any John Tash? Hey, Krista. Yeah, sure. Fine. (laughs) Here comes Tash for Krista. (laughs) She's the only one listening right now, so whatever. (laughs) I wasn't even listening. You couldn't get the station outside of campus. Like, you would drive two minutes away. (laughs) Broadcasting on on one megawatt of power. (laughs) They were lovely humans, but the poor things were stuck in the theater department. That's not where you want a rock station. Yeah. College radio station is... Mm. Well, in the midst of a bunch of actors, because they're stupid people. I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> but you work with them. I got to. I make movies. That's that's the job. Now they're fine. <laughs> no, they can be bad. Trust me, I teach them. <laughs> I make them terrible for you. That's my goal, is to corrupt them so that they are severely obnoxious and not helpful to your film. That's what I try to do. No, it's not. <laughs> Okay, so tell us who you are. We're gonna we're gonna have a little introduction. So tell us your name. Favorite color. No. <laughs> you have a you have a Rubik's cube. I have a Rubik's cube mug. Is it hard to drink out of? It looks it's, a little I, challenging. I really thought it wasn't gonna work. It's, it's just fine. Work? It's not bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, not bad. I haven't spilled or yeah, trolled yeah. or anything. You, you get started. a little bit of the leftovers in the bottom of it, but it's not bad. You probably can't quite get the last. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. yeah. I mean, I'm perplexed by this though. It's just an odd shape well, for a coffee mug. I know. There's more mug than coffee. You gotta break through those those norms you're you're used to. Yeah, because it's square. It's not like it's round in the middle. Right. right. It's, it goes that. It's way. just a round it goes hole. Down. Yeah. So it's like a lip on it. <laughs> Welcome to Speakeasy. <laughs> like drinking out of a table. Oh, shit, <laughs> Wait, it is square in the center? Yeah, it's like. It's not yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a lip. So I didn't think it was going to work. Like, it was, this isn't going to work, right? But it, it's fine. This is exciting. This is yeah. exciting for a podcast, wow. too. Yeah. <laughs> we always do things like this where it's like you forget sometimes, like, oh, we're on a podcast. They can't <laughs> see what we're doing. Yeah. This is a Rubik's Cube mug. It's a Rubik's Cube mug. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well, hey, but welcome to the show. Yeah, this is how kind we of start. stepped on my intro there a little bit. Sorry, go ahead right. with your intro. No, no, we're 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 rolling now, so we're in good shape. No, I'm waiting for your intro. I did it already. We're good. Oh, we okay, we're done with now. that. So, <laughs> Josh, start yeah, with? I'm Josh Clark. I'm the owner of Jim Fia Productions here in town. We do a number of film, TV. And... You guys don't stop. We try. Would that be a true statement? Um, we've got a lot of projects. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we say yes too often before do the you? checks are signed. And I do mostly. Know. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's on me because it's funny. You ask me. I'm I know. <laughs> you pass it along once more. No, the good answer, like, honestly, he's only told me this twice so far when he'll say, you're on your own. That means, nah, we're not taking that one. That oh. Means, hmm. Which one's I don't know. I think that was the one where I was. I said we can do this grand thing about gentrification oh, oh, of Franklin oh, 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 through the years and go from the short north all the way through. Oh the yeah, lifespan no, of Franklin. And had the, yeah, with the it started with the artist and yeah. doing mm. the whole art project and trying to uh, trying to make a giant project where basically it encompasses probably from like say the eighties oh to gosh. like the two thousand of like the sort of short north like yeah. Yeah. The artist community. It's like, and then how yeah. migrate, like how the gentrification process. I mean, I was in it for up. like years too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, even that section seems overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It'd be very cool to see, but that's a yeah, hell of a lot. There's a lot. 
if we didn't have, like Kevin said, like five or six other things we're doing yeah. right now, we could probably <laughs> yeah. Do that. I was gonna say just collecting all the stuff you're gonna need. For but that for me, is you know, again, my producer mind goes for something like that. I think there's financing mm-hmm. in Columbus because mm-hmm. there's, sure. there's an interest in it, mm-hmm. and then also there's a production value, universal kind of appeal and a production value where yeah, it's a quintessential gentrification. You know, artists come in, mm-hmm. make right. a place cool. Cool sells, real estate says, cool, yeah. hey, you mm-hmm. assholes, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, any major city in America, you can right. see that. Yeah. And now, I mean, we were just talking about it today. When we go to Franklin, you can literally see, see the buildings casting yeah. a shadow yeah. on the disenfranchised citizens. Yeah. Right. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. only in the last, we were just talking about Franklin, the yeah. last 10 years that's exploded there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been the last yeah, like, three or four where they did this. How many buildings are. There's in construction right, right within right within there. There's probably eight buildings. or nine that like major yeah, buildings that are hmm. corporate or living or mixture. Yeah, I think there's some mixed use and then some of it's residential. But yeah, it's and affordable housing. Air mm, quote affordable. Yeah, not really, but yeah. And I somebody had posted somewhere that Kosai is now charging like ten bucks for parking or something. Like mm. you can't. We used to go there and I'd park at a meter. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Even Battelle's like shithole dirt park lot, you gotta pay eight bucks. Yeah. Or not Battelle, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Battelle, I'm thinking Battelle Veterans Memorial. Or Vets Memorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But over on that side. Yeah, that's it. Have you been to the museum there? We filmed there. Oh, did you? Uh, Is it nice? I didn't go in. Okay. I wasn't there. You weren't invited inside. You're talking about into the vet. <laughs> just mean that? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah no, we filmed there for a comp, uh, the PCMA convention. Is it? It looks gorgeous from the outside. Yeah. I saw you know the top has a spiral, grassy like walkway yeah. that goes all the way to the top. No, I had no idea. Yeah. So good. Look great. at it from Google Maps. It's well, I'll show you. Huh. We did the cool drone oh, yeah, footage. It looks like a conch shell. Like it looks yeah. like an actual Milky Way galaxy. It's a beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It might be one of the coolest buildings. Yeah, I like it. What do they do there now? Is it just a museum or is it? Yeah, it's the National Veterans. It's not functioning as oh, like it used to. Yeah, for buy gun comic shows, books there, and right? comic book shows. Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to go to all the uh, the toy shows there. Yeah, yeah. like the they buy all the old toys from it the. Wasn't 80s a great facility. I mean, it's a little rundown. It had open room. spaces that you, you could saw use. Ben Folds there. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Ben Folds. I saw, uh, oh man, uh, Randy Travis there when I was in high school. That's a weird pull. Wow, that's yeah, a weird pull. Randy, but, uh, Randy I went with Travis. A girl that oh, okay, in, that makes a sense. girl that I was in show prior with. Like, and that makes a little more sense now because yeah. you don't strike me as the. No. Let's go see Randy Travis kind nope. of person. Not nothing against. I, Hi, Randy. Yeah. Thanks for watching our show. Um, Welcome to the show, oh, Randy the Travis. Fuck you, <laughs> Randy. Randy, how are you? <laughs> Getting a message from Randy right now. Yeah. He's fine. He's good. He's good. He's good. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Randy. Yeah. Cash, what do you what do you do? You guys are business partners, yeah. Everything partners, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Life partners, in a sense. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, not but... quite there. <laughs> <laughs> so what what aspects do you guys take separately? Well, like what? Well, I came in as like somebody who'd been doing film for a long time. And yeah. He's kind of coming into it new. Okay. But he was coming from a business side of things, and a I don't know I don't know how to put the whole political part, but I that's a huge deal mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Just being able to like communicate with people, yeah. I can't communicate with people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very well. What did you do before? This is this is exciting. Oh shit! Well, when I was so I did my graduate work in economics, but then I did engineering sales. Weirdly enough, I don't know. Engineering how. sales? Yeah, from when I was young. And then in my mid 20s, I ran an independent record label in St. Louis and Chicago. Oh my gosh. Lost all my money fantastically, but it was a fantastic <laughs> year. Losing all my money. And then I went back in engineering and I used to do, I designed machines that welded plastic for car parts. Hmm. And that literally, I mean, weird enough though, it took me all over the planet. Like I've been. Hmm. Like, really? Yeah, I've been, I did. Like I had, did projects in South America, and I lived in Sao Paulo for a bit. I was going project. Yeah. I lived in Barcelona for a bit. Wow. Tokyo, coming to been Tokyo multiple times. Hmm. And then I, like I was saying, ran for political office in 2015. I ran for state rep in the 18th district. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Lost in a primary. Yeah, but um, but I like you said that the good thing is I have this weird Venn diagram of artists. 
business, mm -hmm. political. So yeah. in that intersection, mm -hmm. I yeah. speak all their languages and their jargon, and I know their motivations. And yeah. yeah. So it helps me navigate the space that I yeah. that I do a lot. Was it hard to run? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It's shitty. That's I mean, helpful. I was still working like oh, full time for most of it, and uh, it was like 18-hour days, 16, 18-hour days all the time. And just talking to a lot of people. Are you an extrovert? You're not an extrovert, are you? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind people. Well, not that you don't mind. Do you get overwhelmed by people after a while? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every once in a while, I have my good old-fashioned panic attack. You know, it's a saw. It's good. <laughs> Shake off all that get, shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get the blood bumping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, simulated heart attack yeah. motion you know, is always good for the body. Feels <laughs> great. <laughs> Love those moments. Cash, what's your background? Uh, art school dropout. Sweet. Twice. Where'd you go? Um, out of high school. Well, I went to art high school, Fort Hayes. Mm -hmm. Too. Mm -hmm. um, I went to the Art Institute of Chicago okay. for a semester. And a half. What did you do? Or what were you going to do? Uh, well, I I took fine arts. Okay. So I I went there as a, a painter. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was making videos. Yeah. Time, and, and even submitted them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, I think I had a I think I had a, a, a advisor be like, you you should still paint. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh, that's sick, nice. man. Yeah. That's really helpful. They were they were painters, so you know, maybe. <laughs> and that's how you like, became a video person. <laughs> I, no, I, just, I was always a little bit more interested. In yeah, it. I think there yeah. was a while there where it was like I was kind of crossed over into like the performance kind of element, mm -hmm. um, kind of mixed media performance. Yeah. I yeah. got really heavily into like performance art mm -hmm. for a long time. You know, video art, performance mm -hmm. art it was very much like it was. It was always cinematic when I was younger, and then there was this weird point where I was like, I wanted to make it look like video art. So mm -hmm. I had to, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that mm -hmm. video art aesthetic. Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of ugly. Yeah. yeah. Kind of tried that for a while yeah, and, like, really got nasty. And I had video mixers and I was in noise bands and stuff like that. Yeah. Huh. Did that for a long time. Well, for a few years. Uh, but then it just kind of, like, uh, just kind of, like, slowly backed off the scene yeah. a little bit and started focusing more on, like, I just make these little personal projects. Mm -hmm. Is it hard to get performance art out there? I mean, I'm not. I'm not asking you to do it now, but like, well, I mean, it depends on what you mean. Like, you know, perform some of your art. Like, if you just go out in the street, and go. And <laughs> if you uh, if you go out in the street and do it, you did it. Yeah. You know? True. Yeah. True. I mean, if you're no, I, I never tried it. I, I didn't mean that like that kind of performance art. Like. Um, like we do shows, yeah. You know, like yeah. A, like it'd be like a, like a group show or band show. Or mm -hmm. Yeah, we would just show up and do our thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're a millionaire's kid and just an asshole, you can go do performance art any fucking time you want. <laughs> yeah. That sounds that's, amazing. That's I wish like I would have had that life. Most of it, right now, yeah. Right. Yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be called TikTok. The book yeah. net jets to go do performance yeah. art yeah. in different oh, cities. Sure. Oh, Wouldn't that be yeah. great though? It'd be something. So where is home? For both you guys now? Yeah. Right here? Okay. You grew up here too? Uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. And then came here when I was like 12. Okay. Um, Southside. I've okay. always been around Southside. And I okay. live in, I guess it's Old Town East, kind of Livingston. Yeah, yeah. Now. But yeah. I was I just moved in. I just got married and moved in with my Congratulations. wife. Congratulations. Thank you. And, that, uh, has it been a month? Oh, wow. So, like, just December? married. Two months. Wow. December, right? December 3rd. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and you got married in the Levesque Tower, didn't you? Top of Levesque Tower. Oh, cool. It's a good friend of mine. Yeah. It's my Robert Kaplan. Yeah. Hi, Robert. <laughs> Tell Randy Travis hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite building. I love that. Yeah. Very cool. What is at the top? Old Lazarus. It's, yeah, it's great. Was I mean, it somebody's? Freaked me out. This is the Lazarus family's penthouse. They yeah. lived there. Like, Cindy Lazarus, the, the matriarch, lived yeah. there. for. It was yeah. like her city house. And it looked like a goddamn dentist office from 1972. Yeah. It's really? very weird. Really? It's no, very I mean, weird. Up there. The carpet, the drop, drop ceiling. The ceilings it's like they the haven't drop gotten to any of that part yet. Like the building, it's like they've done so much through yeah. like yeah. The, the, everything that's really like public facing and visible. But what, you go to like the condos, condos, hotel. Yeah. Mixture. But yeah. there's, I mean, like I love all the little. Yeah. Architecture and oh, like yeah. idiosyncrasies. There's so much Satanism going on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Satan. Yeah. This yeah. is Satan's yeah. home in Columbus. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. 
Like there's all kinds of weird like symbol symbols all over ev- like below every single yeah. window. There's like a relief sculpture of like straight up Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah it really, really is. It's a, so it's, Zool is up there. Zool. Well, it's uh, it was built in the teens. So okay. um, yeah, how much information you want to give? Five hundred fifty-five and a half feet tall to be yeah. half a foot taller than the Washington Monument in Washington D.C. How do you know this? Uh, because I went to school and it was one of the buildings that I studied when I. Interesting. Yeah, I, I this love is a new fact. Go see the ele- the main elevators uh-huh. have all the zodiac symbols in a in a choreographed like yep. position. It's. Oh, that's yeah. weird. It's oh, very cool. Really yeah, and they've yeah they've they've kept a lot of that stuff original too. It's, huh. I love that building. What did they do with the uh, the sculptures that Does were on know about the side? So apparently they okay, so they had these four sculptures like wing like sculptures that were huge. They were huge, they were huge and they all had their arms outstretched, touching yeah. each other. And I think what had happened was like they just weren't structurally sound yeah, piece enough. Fell off and crushed a piece and fell off, and, yeah, and, and so they had to pull all of them down. But yeah, that's what used to sit on top of those four like little yeah. spires that mm-hmm. are around the thing. You used to stand I there. That. I think they were facing. Well, no one knows in. where they are. But there's no one can find but these. There's a photo of there yeah. of it in in like warehouse a warehouse yeah. somewhere. Yeah, so you, they're you, stored somewhere. Somewhere, yeah, and, and they're like huge. The person, too. person's yeah. like this yeah. big. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're massive. Yeah, they and those eagles too. They took the eagles off. Yeah, there. the eagles were up there. They were because yeah. there were the statues on four like northwest, yep. east, south, and then northeast, southwest. Yeah, the eagle in each of the four. It's like the the height of the Art Deco period, but it was also like because it was so far removed from like New York and everything, mm-hmm. it had like its own very independent kind of vibe but yeah a aig building was originally what it was i think and yeah oh wow this guy knows it man i've been up i only knew it because i it's up yeah, top like, i love that building yeah interesting so, yeah we've known each other for how many years and this is, i'm learning something new today yeah, yeah. so yeah. Huh. <laughs> my friend that owns the top four floors there now is really trying to make it a space especially the top two yeah he's trying to make it an airbnb oh, and wow. he really wants film in there so he, yeah. he's a photographer yeah by trade okay mm-hmm. and did a lot of work with f1 racing like he was their mm-hmm. that's cool principal photographer for a while and him and his brother bought his brother's commercial real estate developer out of miami and they bought it together so are they they're now like do they live there or they're just no developing no, 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 they're just developing hmm. no actually i met the i met him at marion village festival because I volunteered to film the Marion Village. Because I'm like, I used to live, I lived on Moccasin. Yeah. Yeah. So they reached out. I'm like, yeah, I'm a pro or quasi pro. I'm like, <laughs> I'll help you out. And then he was there, and his wife actually is from Barcelona. Okay. Mm. So I met the other lady who was doing still photography, and I was, you know, we were talking. She was like, oh, you got to meet Robert, and his wife is from Barcelona. And then her and I, we actually lived close as they neighborhood. Oh, cool. Yeah. And we were talking about some things, and I got to talking to him, and then. Hmm. He just like come visit, and we got to go up there and That's visit cool. it now. Is it haunted? I hope so. Super. Well, I discovered Supposedly that. super haunted. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. <clears throat> yeah. Zool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the entire middle of the thing is a hollow smokestack that mm-hmm. goes all the way down to the basement. Uh, and that's how they used to heat the entire building. Oh, was my like God. It's still there, and they can't do anything. It. Yeah, it's, it's just useless yeah. space because it's open. Like, yeah. if you look at it from the satellite, there's a big circle uh, at the top that they've had to like grade over that so nobody falls. 555.5 feet all the way down. You, it's open in the top. <clears throat> like yeah. you, oh like, my gosh. Well, you can see. You can see. The outside you can see, yeah. You can see the outside of that. Massive. Yeah. massive. But they can't do anything about but it. But what right. it does to that top room is it makes it about this it's wide all the way around. Yeah. So you go like, oh. and the windows are like just tall. Yeah. I've discovered I have vertigo. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I did when out. I was younger. Well, dude, the other thing is the windows were old school. You could literally open up. He just sealed them off. You could oh open up the gosh. windows. We were there, yeah. like, our head out of the window. Uh-uh. So my my dad had his offices in that building for a long time. And when my wife and I first started dating, started dating, we'd go down for the Fourth of July, the the red, white, and boom. Mm-hmm. And we would sit in his office, twelve floors up on the Levac Tower, and you could open the window. It was fantastic because you're at eye level yeah. with all the fireworks and you get the booms and the whole thing. Uh, no crowd at all. And then one year, someone started throwing ice from some building up, some place up on higher and cops came like guy came in with like riot gear on he's like what are you guys doing he's like we're just watching the fireworks man yeah oh jeez so yeah no I'm afraid of heights that wouldn't go well with me (laughs) no took me a while to get to the windows yeah Mm -mm. it's a hell of a view too I took my eldest panoramic view oh yeah the whole top floor is just open oh yeah it's just open I mean it's just beautiful the way you can see it but it's haunted Hope so. It's gotta be. <laughs> I hope so. Ghost I, if ghosts open. are anywhere, it's gotta it's be a there. Corridor. 
Yeah, it's like really it's, it's like yeah. a corridor all the way around. Yeah, yeah. of went corridor windows. Like, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Tight. Yeah, it's like, um, sort of rounded. Yeah. K- uh, kitchenettes. I don't even call yeah. it kitchen. That's no, kitchen. Like countertop, refrigerator, yeah. little stove, and the windows right there. That's wild. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's amazing, man. And you got married up there. Yeah. Were you in a corridor? Were you able to stand? No, next there, to each I other? mean. There's like oh, there's one open space. As soon oh, okay. as you come out, like the middle, there's, there's, like, there's like one open space on <laughs> <There's> one, <yeah. laughs> either side. Like either side's open and then the quarters are kind of around the circle. Okay. But, okay. Uh, and then the lower floor, like the, the top two floors like that, the, top, the two floors underneath them are actually wide open. And you're going to make an event space. But Oh my gosh. Yeah. We don't need to do a commercial for them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just commercial fascinated. I, I like old buildings. I haven't been in that one though. I've just been to the restaurant there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. We'll yeah. get you up there someday. I love that. See, I'm I'm afraid, I'm afraid, afraid of heights. Yeah. I'd be like, cool. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took my eldest to um, the reformatory up in Mansfield. Yeah. I didn't have my medication that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not going out there. Sorry, because it went out. It took you out on the fourth level. Oh, man. Like, I can't. I just The catwalks and everything. Looking down. Yeah. Nope. It's intense. And I know it's safe. That's the worst part of it. Like, I know I'm totally safe. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. Well, I was I was joking with him when I got up there where I felt like by the window. I was like, man, we're supposed to never make this. <laughs> this, is not. this is when it this is when it gives out. Right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> when you trust everything, but yeah. suddenly <laughs> golly, now. No oh, man. Where's the coolest place you guys have gone? Mm-hmm. <sighs> the backyard uh, brawl was pretty good. That was fantastic. The like, south side backyard mm-hmm. brawl. Homemade great. boxing, uh, oh wow, um, tournament, I oh, guess, yes. for charity, whatever it was, or for neighborhood charity. What is homemade boxing? Tournament? They put a boxing <laughs> ring in their backyard, they literally like had like rubber styrofoam, those connecting yeah. mats down, oh wow, and had a boxing ring. Oh, and the whole neighborhood came, the whole neighborhood came. Oh, Actually, it was it was run well. It was, well, it was right. run efficiently. Yeah, yeah. It was oddly run efficiently. Yeah. Kids ran. Wow. But it was. Was this just that's... a one-off thing that happened somewhere? Or this is just... my fucking wackadoodle cousin and his. <laughs> <laughs> it, seemed, it seemed like yeah, there was family was. involved somewhere. My in cousin it. was yeah professional MMA fighter and boxer for okay. years, and um, and he yeah he boxed out in Vegas and LA for years. He was wow. with Rampage Jackson. He was okay. in that camp and all that stuff back in like late. Like 2007 to 2011 era, um, but he was this guy paid him to train mm-hmm. him, and he called me up and he's like, "Hey, we're doing this thing. You know, I'm training this guy. It's at Sayota Downs." I'm like, "All right." He's like, "I told Cash, I'm like, hey, we got like two hours. Can we film?'" Yeah. He's like, "Fuck yeah, yeah. can film." <clears throat> so we get Sayota Downs. We're, we're like, all, "Where, where, yeah. where are they? Fil- where are they box at Sayota Downs?" That's yeah. what yeah. I was like, "We're we doing so." I'm like, <laughs> "I said maybe they got a stage or doing so. Yeah. I don't yeah. know." And now uh, we get there. They're all eating. They're like, oh, yeah, it's like down the road. I'm like, I grew up down here. <laughs> down the road ain't shit. I mean, like. We were like, is this some kind of fight club? In yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, like, I was like, cash, this might be fight club. I don't know. And it was. I we mean, could it, die. It was. It was kind of sweet and nice. Actually. Yeah, it was family Aww. friendly. But it, I mean, was, yeah. but it was homemade. These special yeah, little. and it poured down rain in the middle oh. of the fight we were filming. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's good footage. Yeah. <laughs> stop the fight. Go hang the out in a barn. Hang out in this pool barn. Uh. With the footage of them like oh. trying to uh, dry up dry the, 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 the floor. See, in my like, head, they the still they that... kept fighting, and I'm like, high frame rate that. That's gonna be incredible. <laughs> yeah, the dogs got loose. Uh, God. <laughs> so you say it was controlled, but it sounds insane. I was, yeah, man, it's fine. Someone's backyard. Someone's backyard had these little sugar induced fucking brats trying to. Like, <laughs> Can I beat your drone out of the air? I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you may I not. I said, do your parents have $2,000? They're like, no. <laughs> oh, man. That is bizarre. Yeah, that was fun. That's... How often do you have to go out to shoot? Like, you guys have a lot of projects going on, but when you say projects, I mean, what does that entail? Just people come to you and say, I want to make a thing? Sometimes. I mean, you know, that's how some of like the music videos, the short ones or some of the, you know, we, we got to do commercial work to pay bills. Like yeah. else. Um, but no, I, I don't think we've ever picked the most of the projects that come to us. I don't think I've actively sought out inside of maybe traumatic brain injury one. That might be the mm-hmm. only one we kind of sought out. 
That's a happy one. No, no. no. It's not sad. It's not, it's not sad, 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 you think. It's no. not happy, though. No. No. No, no, no. No, no but it, I mean, if we, you know, we're still in kind of the pre-production phase. We filmed a little bit for that one, but that's the goal or the concept of that is we're going to want to follow five veterans of global war on terror yeah. mm, mm-hmm. from their undiagnosed traumatic brain injury and then how they navigate the VA and the private oh, wow. health care. And then also just a lot of the people that need to be held kind of accountable for these mm-hmm. actions. So we had uh, attentively, I've, I've talked to Sherry Brown's office and mm-hmm. Senator Portman's office. I want nothing to do with JD Vance. He can suck a dick and die. <laughs> um, so I'd rather deal with Portman. Who's a little more rational yeah. and then same yeah. Tammy Duckworth out of yeah. Illinois. <clears throat> and then a couple other uh, people politically that mm-hmm. can speak on it on behalf mm-hmm. of kind of what the legislation they put in place. And, Interesting. Mm-hmm. You I learn forgot. a lot. Yeah, I forgot about the small vignettes that go, yeah, go in between, between all yeah. of them yeah. that are of normal diff- uh, people of all different kinds of backgrounds. Mm. Interesting. Like sometimes it's a kid who yeah. got hit by a ball. Sometimes yep. it's yeah. um, somebody who got in an accident. You, know, somebody fell you learn a lot from those things. Well, we learned it was how crazy prevalent it was. You'd think, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we, I, I didn't, never would have thought that. that was the thing. It was just, they just people kept. Over and over again. Oh, I know somebody. I know, oh, somebody. I know somebody. Talk to oh. this person. Michael Stinziano was like, I got someone for you, you know? Hmm. Yeah, he's just like, okay. my, my kid. And actually, that's a horrible story. His friends, their child died from a sports-related traumatic brain oh, injury. Man. And they're advocates, and they were like, yes, we want to talk yeah. about uh, baseline testing. They were like, mm-hmm. hey, we want to make it part of the like the, like the the healthcare mandate insurance industry. So sure. like eight, eight years old, if you go into sports, make sure you get kids, get their, their brainwave baseline yeah. testing so you know what it looks like. I'm like well, so there's a level, I mean, that's the only one that we've really done that's maybe has like that level of advocacy built into mm-hmm. the story. So, yeah. Uh, that's cool though. That's cool. Huh. What kind of commercial work do you guys do? Do you mind? It's, it's just kind of started. Really. Yeah, okay. we, we tried to not do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think the goal is I can originally, like, oh, we're old enough now. We can, like, figure yeah. out how to make this not have, have to go. So yeah. you guys haven't been at this for very long. No, not like this. Not mm-hmm. all the way in. I mean, it, yeah. you know, he and I met four years. Yeah, but four then years. there was a big gap. Big gap between us really moving a year forward. Year and a half, maybe? Year and a half, probably. Maybe year and a half, two years that I've. Yeah, about a year and a half that I've like quit my job and went full bore, started a company. Yeah. I started a company yeah. in 2019. When, when did COVID? 2020 or 2019? 2020. 2020. So I started in 2019 at the tail end of 2019 and then like, you know, mm. obviously COVID. But did uh, you find though that there was more of a need for video during COVID? Because that's something that we kind of discovered here. We weren't at a place where I'm out. Not high end video. I don't know. No, but, I mean, but yeah. do, you mean, do you mean, I don't just folks who we we got a lot of folks who wanted to start things that started a thing yeah. or started a podcast or a show oh, or whatever it is and wanted to get into doing more creative things mm-hmm. and you know and then once they got into it either realized this is a lot more work than I thought it was going to be or people who were like this is great we want to keep going but I have to go back to my regular nine to five and keep this thing alive so we've mm-hmm. you know, that's that's been a lot of sources of things we've had mm-hmm. so you know yeah but yeah we backed into a little i mean i don't know i just kept asking cash to do a little video with me hey we got something because we had an original project way way back and this is our yeah. first thing that we yeah. worked on together That's kinda... um that we're reworking right now to get mm. in the columbus film festival mm-hmm. uh, but it was originally my my family's story about men's mental health and motorcycle riding like we, my, okay. i got a bunch of family it's Motorcycle. I ride Harley. Mm-hmm. Got like twelve. Not today, I hope. <laughs> okay. A little brisk. <laughs> but a lot of us use it as like a coping mechanism. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like, you know, generational trauma, mm-hmm. narcotics abuse, alcohol abuse, domestic violence yeah. prevalent on both sides of my family. Mm-hmm. We talked to a lot of people, and that's we had a mutual friend that put us together. I kept asking Cash. We did a little bit for it. We do a piece for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, can we do this? And yeah. I'm still working. And then, yeah, we were um, just working. Just we working. were just working and then yeah. going out and doing these little doing things. Thing. And the TBI thing took mm-hmm. off for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the jam, and, and then Jeremy. and then your cousin called and said, "Hey, do a promo for yeah. us." And huh. at the, after filming the first day, we were like, "This is something bigger." This is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that's what kind of like really 
Yeah, I mean, God, it's to this point where like we're just doing this stuff now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. kind of. You know, yeah. we wanted the big the GCAC fellowship mm -hmm. grant for yeah. a couple of smaller grants. That that kind of that congrats just, on that. Too. Yeah. But that also like the one. Okay, well, we can do this we for can. a minute. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. What what won the grant? Which film of yours? The the the, the it's called Don't Put My Seatbelt on Me, mm -hmm. and that's the dwarf. That's Jeremy Smith. Mm -hmm. Life, yeah. mm -hmm. And he is a boxer, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's kind of so. This is the film's pretty much pretty about much about this mm -hmm. point. We didn't know first. Yeah, yeah, we didn't know first. It's like any documentary. You yeah, know you don't know what it's about until you get into wow. it, and then you're like, oh, this yeah, is this is where we're going. And when like maybe a month ago, we thought we knew. We thought it was done. We're already. Yeah. Oh. Nope. No, it's like, <laughs> Not done. We basically, he even said it the best. It's like we thought it was done. He's like, dude, we just started third act. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I know. It's just like, yeah, really. oh, we did. In there. I mean, yeah. I don't want to complain about it. No, I mean, it's because it's awesome. Yeah, but that's, really. That's always what amazes me about you guys as filmmakers. It's like, when do you say, I'm done? This is it. I'm done. I think that it's all different. You know, I was just yeah. listening to a podcast. <laughs> Of the was it ours? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's no. like, no. He's like, no, no really, not really at all. Much. Not at all. Do you know the Deacons podcast? I don't. No. Um, they were talking to a documentary filmmaker. And, they, and this guy followed around these these kids that did heroin mm. for like wow. two Jeez. years or something like that. Wow. And he goes, um, he said, when the kid, when at some point the kid goes to see, I think her, her, her mother mm -hmm. or something, and there was an obvious. Um, he captured what he thought was this kid finally realizing that mm. that that the mom couldn't help her, yeah, mm. and that she had to go move on with her life, mm -hmm. and that was the point where it was like, okay, maybe he's done. Wow, yeah, yeah. start going to that anymore. right. Yeah, but like finding that spot, I think I don't know. I don't know yeah. yet. I don't yeah. know. To be honest with you, I don't know yet. I, I <laughs> think especially it's, with a documentary, because there's always, yeah. I mean, unless the story actually ends, yeah, you can't. Well, and like you always like it, you start off with the idea of I want it to be this, but a documentary doesn't do that. Like it mm -hmm. does what it wants to do, and mm -hmm. you chase whatever story it's telling yeah. you, and sometimes mm -hmm. it starts telling you a completely different story partway through, and you got to figure out how to either incorporate that or is that the story, mm -hmm. you know. And, yeah. I mean, some of them are a little more linear, which is <clears> nice <throat> for us. Like the future of fashion, one, the fashion one we did with the kids, like we knew that there was a finite time in which they were yeah. going to do mm -hmm. it, what elements we could put in. We'd sure. thrown some post production elements into yeah. our post filming. But for the production. majority, it was just this is our time frame. This is our time frame. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and like the good thing about the TBI one is we. We don't know that how long the duration will take, sure. but we have a clear outline of what it will mm. look like and what mm -hmm. we need, what elements are. But yeah, this Jeremy one, we had no clue. Hmm. I mean, it's just how much footage do you generate for something like that? Think, no. the, the the boxer project. Well, yeah, I mean, like something that's kind of in you know interview heavy because I know when I do big corporate things like those can absolutely balloon out of control as far as just the amount of stuff that you're shooting and. Maybe never using, you know. Well, with the Jerry projects, mostly done with one camera, mostly mm. following mostly. them around. Mm. Yeah. The occasional interview. Yeah. Uh, it's all shot. I mean, 25, 24 megabytes a second, you know, yeah. kind of HD footage. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we have about two terabytes. Okay. Two and a half terabytes. Okay. You know, it's not huge. huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but the kid project. A lot of times we shoot all day with three cameras. Three cams, forty-five. Shooting days. in HD too. Yeah. You know, shooting mm -hmm. pretty small files. Yeah. That's about eleven terabytes, I think. I, eleven check. terabytes. Yeah. So for um, our audience out there, forty I mean, days. Yeah. yeah, it's probably yeah. Forty interviews, fifty interviews. I mean, I've, I'm like just that's an accumulation of small little interviews with yeah. mm -hmm. kids, right? Mm -hmm. But right. each time you sit down with a kid, you're with them for like ten minutes, and mm -hmm. that's. It's like half a day of shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And you, you got to watch. Mean, you can shoot 4K, I guess, but then multiply everything by four, essentially. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's yeah, nuts. Yeah, we, we, we couldn't even have done it. We wanted nah, to. we couldn't do it for no. yeah, I mean, We, we had to sell a car. Yeah. Get all the hard Just the hard stuff. <laughs> and then the computing system to make, oh, make yeah. it work. You know? Yeah. How, how do you it get, doesn't need it either. When you're doing documentary shooting, how do you get people to be normal? To be. How do you get people to be normal? When you are, I mean, because that's Actually, that's I kind of a big ask. Answer. I can answer for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I 
I tried to do the fly on the wall thing and just disappear. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that works. But... From a filming standpoint, yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Is just yeah. disappear into the background so that they just do their thing. But if it's interview style, is that what you're asking? Like well, interviews? just in general. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, seeing people when they know there's a camera in the space, yeah. it's sort of like. Yeah. Oh. Well, the weird, mm-hmm. I mean, the question you always get is, and I, I answer it the same way every time, Cash but it's good is they'll say, am I doing this right? Mm. And I always tell them, like, listen, if we are doing this project, if this is the right project done the right way and it's your truth, mm-hmm. it's the right. That's, right. That's right. it. So yeah. I, don't, right. I don't care. You're not performing. I don't need some. Right. You're not an actor or an yeah. actress in this thing. We're mm-hmm. just going to talk. Yeah. Tell me what your truth is. Right. Then it's right. Mm-hmm. And most of the time they're, you know, and it, but the fashion one was great because there were kids and kids are more. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, kids know, give you a lot of material. material. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they had to get used to it. You can't just, it, it, yeah. you know, it takes right. a month for to earn their trust. Especially all those kids come from very underserved communities. Yeah. And, you know, they're very kind of leery of, you know, how are you going to use this footage? Mm-hmm. What am I going to look like? You know? Right. Um, yeah, especially like Mustafa. He was fun. He's uh, Somali, fundamentally Islamic, but he's uh, all in with fashion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like it's not something that you really get a lot of support, so he's he's kind of cautious about yeah how he's portrayed. Mm-hmm. But then by the end, he was just like, You're right? yeah. yeah. Hmm. Kids are fun; they yeah, make cool. it interesting. Yeah, yeah. And you have kids, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. little ones. Yeah. How old are they? Seven and ten. Oh, not too little. You've yeah. gotten through yeah, that. Yeah. Through the little little phase. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say the the hard yeah, phase, sure. but yeah, sure. I can't say it got any better. You don't have to wipe butts anymore. <laughs> I'm so glad that's done. I remember my friend who had kids earlier than me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, his kids are. Uh, I think his oldest is 18 or 19. Yeah. I remember him posting something. It was like, it's been 10 years and I finally don't have to wipe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't miss that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some no. things you don't miss. Our milestone this year is our youngest will be leaving daycare, and that will be the end of daycare for us. So expensive. Is, daycare is crazy. Yeah. Did you have to do daycare with yours? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't work it's like getting a because raise. there was no. I mean, I yeah. my entire paycheck would go, you know, because they pay actors so well in this mm-hmm. town. Um, mm-hmm. But just to, there was no point. That was my sister. Yeah. She, she left her six. She got four kids. She was like, mm. I'm either going to pay someone to raise my kids. Yeah. Or you're going to raise your kids. Yeah. yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love you guys, but I would never do that again. No. <laughs> well, no. fuck you all, because I'm trying to get, we're trying to get pregnant now. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to borrow some kids for a while? Yeah. See if that's the right choice. Do you really want to go that route? Well, I actually have, we have some friends. My wife insists that they never ended up having kids because they watched it. Uh, Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. You prevented future generations. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. I don't know how true that is. Mm-hmm. We just started, we trained our, I don't even know if I told you this, we got in the in the car with our 15-year-old. Oh, wow. Started, started the driving, driving process. Wow. <laughs> so there was a lot of <laughs> that happening. Um, <laughs> they're very timid. We're going to get there. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, the first time my dad took me driving. He had me go on a freeway. Are you serious? <laughs> That's like, here's oh the deep gosh. end. <laughs> Figure it out. Did you? And, and like, you know, I went on it like 35 miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. It's like, speed up, speed up. You're ready to die. My mother was the one to instruct me. And my mother is very conservative, very well put together. But good Lord, she was a, te- sorry, mom, terrible, terrible driving instructor. She would just like weave her hand through the, the handle on the door. Every move I make, she'd go, <laughs> In the car. You can't uh, yeah, yeah. inhale sharply <laughs> yeah, while you're trying yeah. to learn how to drive. Just, no. I just remember, like, every car I'd pass in, like, a two-lane road, I'd, like, pull all the way over mm-hmm. and, like, stop as they'd drive by and they'd be looking at you like, what the hell are you doing? And like, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to hit anything. That was, I, I had to learn how to drive stick shift. My dad found a car oh, wow. for me. And he's like, you want to come to Thanksgiving? You're going to have to figure out how to drive it. And I was like. Well, this isn't going to work, you know. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Stalled about twelve times on the way there, but it's not as good. My my mom's side of the family is all hillbilly I'm from Steubenville, Ohio. My yeah. dad's Pittsburgh. So all them hillbillies. I was doing farm yeah. equipment uh, when I was young. Four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd steal trucks, and I'd, I mean, we were out, <laughs> like fields and everything. Yeah, yeah. Just steal shit. Yeah, I, mean, I started riding dirt bikes. I was like eleven, so 
Were you on a farm? Did you grow up on a farm? No. Okay. But I got shipped out there. So I was a horrible little kid. Mm -hmm. And we lived in a place in Pittsburgh that was like not great. Hmm. So I'd hang out with all the drug dealers through the year. Wow. <laughs> my parents were like, you're going to get shipped out to the country like yeah. during the summer. So yeah. I had to spend all my summers out with my cousins. Mm. And yeah, my uncles had like farms and yeah, I had to do all Doing that stuff. the yeah. labor. And Bailed hay and weed whacked and built fences. That's and... good for the soul though, isn't it? Yes. It's <laughs> free labor for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And you guys, so you want kids, eh? You're going to do the thing? Mm. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, you know. It's an adventure. Yeah. No, it's mm -hmm. great. It is. It is great. It's hard as fuck. Oh, it is hard. Like, it's hard in ways you don't or... expect. No. And And it's the things you think it's going to be hard with, it's, I don't know, I have found that those were not the hard parts at all. Like, no. changing that, whatever, you know, finding changing mm -hmm. diaper, but like emotional questions that come up and sometimes just the weird little things you didn't think about you're like oh god that's right i have to teach you how to like use a fork or whatever and you know <laughs> i'd like to go back to that <laughs> yeah i know but that's my eight-year-old too so. yeah. oh my 11 year old still doesn't use utensils just... like are you a caveman what are we doing what are we doing yeah kids are weird no but they're they're a thing they're a thing how many Self. do you want probably two yeah let's go Sell a movie, make some money. Mm -hmm. Have someone else raise it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Is that what we do? <laughs> I didn't do that right. So what's yeah. next? What are your upcoming projects, endeavors? We just got to work on one together. Yeah, no, that was good. Mm -hmm. We're we're in the post on that one. That was daughter. This is a short film um, about a transsexual woman mm -hmm. um, coming back to deal with emotional kind of spectrum of her dad's funeral, which ended up being a farce. And it was a manipulation to try to get her into conversion, some type of conversion therapy, loosely based on a true story. One of our associate mm -hmm. producers. So that was really cool. It was great. Yeah, such a positive experience. Like, and cool for me because that's not my no, normal place great. to yeah. be. But it was wonderful. You did a fantastic job. I didn't do like, anything. Well, getting like, I, just got I people. thought the actions were perfect. They were. They were wonderful. They were perfect for wonderful like, people. What they were I supposed to be. They were, they were supposed to be there. Yeah. I know a lot of actors. Yeah, there's a lot of actors in this town, and I think the cool part, at least being on this side of it, is that I know these theater people who've never done film, mm. and so at this point, it's just sort of like I want to see what this world is like. And seems like they were all off. excited. Yeah. I was yeah. glad to listen for for them to show up two days in a row. <laughs> you yeah, did say actually, that. That amount of You're long like, time. They showed yeah. up. You know, I mean, for continuity, you, you know, you get the... not at all feedback. From there were two that were running late, and they texted me immediately, like we're on our way. Yeah, and that was okay. We said yeah. that. I was in a. This is goofy story but I, I was just in london just young with 21 i was just there yeah i was just, just i run out of money and i was living in this hostel <laughs> and i was like I cleaning the kitchens and bathrooms for my free bed right and and but they they stuck all those workers in like one room like, mm -hmm. stacked bunk up beds. in the bunk beds yeah. and, i mean everybody else stuck in well, it sounds like a wes anderson movie <laughs> <laughs> well the the the, the 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 Oh, wearing matching pajamas. The balcony, <laughs> yeah. the balcony for sure was West Harris. Because yeah. we're on the second floor, third floor, and you could crawl out the window to a balcony that was that looked upon a graveyard. Oh, gosh. But then we found out that the balcony was actually the entrance to catacombs. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You just get high and drink <laughs> big bottles of cider. <laughs> but anyway, my so the hustle just started, and one of the guys was going down the street to a local laundromat to wash all the sheets and stuff. And he's like, there's a film production across the street. And I just went in and they're always looking for extras. So it was like a kid's TV show about like, these like, um, you know, kids that couldn't make the soccer team, so they made their own soccer team, you know, kind of, it's like a oh Nickelodeon show. Yeah. Uh, like a sitcom type thing? Yeah, yeah, like a, like a, like a Say by the Bell type yeah. looking, yeah. you know, but, but cheaper. A little oh, yeah. cheaper, right? Yeah. What Britain, was it called? Do you remember? The Rimford Rejects. <laughs> <laughs> Were you next? That's so British. That's oh, so yeah. British. We all quit our job in the hostel. We just show up and be like, I ain't working today. Here's your money. Because <laughs> we were just showing up. They just pay us cash every day. Oh, my gosh. We just, yeah. There was times where I was playing myself in a soccer field. So they, you know, because they only had a few extras. So we'd put the, <laughs> put the one outfit on. 
and like do the shots and then go change outfits. (laughs) You played yourself once. (laughs) Well, I really sucked at soccer, so I don't. They paid you. Like they'd be like, I need you to kick the ball over there, and then I kick it go over there. It's okay, we can edit it. Remington rejects. Rimford. 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 I gotta IMDb this shit right now. Sorry, this is what happens in this world. I think it was on for a few years. I don't know. Did it do well? You don't have it on like VHS and you watch it frequently, or? Uh, probably like ninety-eight or nine. Oh wow. Two thousand. Rimford. Wow. R I M. R I M F O R D. Rin. Rin. R E N. I don't remember. Renford. Anyway. There it is. Oh, but that's my whole point to that story. No, I love this story. I don't. You <laughs> I don't have, have to point to this. I love this story. No, the whole point to the story is, especially there was um, in the hostel working, the, the like little group there, a bunch of them were Polish. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of like mixed like Brazilian, Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just started recruiting. Like every once in a while, you got, you got any more? Any more extras? And so we'd, we'd occasionally like be like, does everybody want to make 20 bucks today? You know? That's how we became a casting director. <laughs> yeah. So temporary <laughs> really? casting director for like five minutes. Well done, you. And we all go down there, and there's just extras on the sideline for the game. Yeah. It's the only time we need it. Anyway, they need like three people. And, right. Like, the little, they had one of those little fake, uh, like Saved by the Bell. Um, like uh, like cafes. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. you don't need a few for that, but mm-hmm. for the days where they had like, they need a bunch of extras every once in a while. Yeah. For the big reject games. Yeah. Yeah, and so they had to just stand on the sideline, occasionally cheer. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. All of them. All of them were like, never again. Really? Mm. This is the worst thing I've ever. Why? Done. Wow. Just standing around. Just waiting. being extra sucks. I mean, mm. it kind of <laughs> sucks. You're a human prop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, think it's, it's fascinating. It's, yeah, it can be really good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. First time. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen a couple of situations where I was pretty bad in New York. Where I was like, oh, really? Yeah. You guys need to pay more attention to these guys. But, but that's what they're there for. Just bad production. Yeah. And they're there for their bodies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate to put it yeah, like that. They're still but humans. I mean, that's they are. like. Yeah. I try to make, I mean, you saw, I try you to did. make a you, point, like, they, you talk yeah. to my people, you're all mm-hmm. human yeah. beings, you're all working here. Yeah. We tried to limit, you know, we worked with the AD a lot on that, to try mm-hmm. to limit how much they were out there and yeah. how much they're sitting on the damn pew for, right. um, so. They and loved then, it. Yeah, no, I was, I was happy, you know, yeah. and, I mean, you know, we put, the good thing was having the right PA back there, too, I mean, Trinity was just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. She's so funny. She was like, tell me how you got to your place in life. I'm like, you really don't want life advice from me. Oh, she's awesome. (laughs) She's great. (laughs) How did you figure out what you want to do? I was like, I'm 42. It took a very long time. (laughs) You just started, honey. (laughs) Yeah. Where do you find the the PAs? Like, where do they come from? They just just go out. They just want to work? I don't know. I, I really don't. I mean, I don't know. I just run it started into. started with the Gladden House, house Gladden. right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's where, that's where training comes from. Yep. Mm-hmm. But not the rest of them. Right? Just, I mean, I network. Again, that's the good, like, the, the business side yeah. of me. Like, I'm hustling, and I just go to a lot of artistic mm-hmm. events. And if I run into a young person, it's like, hey, I'm interested in film. How do I yeah. get started? I'm like, truthfully, you know, this is the, the crew version of mm-hmm. an extra is mm-hmm. a PA. Yeah. Um, but you learn a lot, and that's you know I, yeah. I try to put uh, on some of the productions. I try to put match the PA with kind of what their skill set is and what they may be able to learn. So mm-hmm. I had some more technical PAs that mm-hmm. I put with like the gaffers, yeah, and the grip. And I'm like, hey, talk to them. And I had someone that was that I know that she wants to become a director. So I put her next mm-hmm. to the first AD. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, shadow her and understand like the real meticulous parts of directing. Yeah. So that you can learn these skill sets. And so again, like Cass said, it's yeah, you really do. Yeah. I think it's you know, I I'm happy that I can be that, but a good producer puts mm-hmm. people in the right places. Yeah. Cause honestly, that I think that's all that a producer job really is, is putting the right people in the right project. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pieces that. and parts for you though, mm-hmm. too. Like watching literally everything that's happening and they have to go to you if anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You I'm like it fun. though. I like it. It's interesting. You just gotta keep I, calm, right? Yeah, you do. If you yeah, you have to keep calm. Yeah. 
I got, I, yeah, you cannot lose it. You have to be the coolest guy in town. You were very level-headed and mm -hmm. calm, and I appreciated that. Because mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. I really don't. I told you this, too. I, I don't no know. Clue. I've I convinced just, people that I did. I mean, listen, I, I take bigger steps each time to, yeah. to learn what I'm doing. But, I mean, we were with the the loose guys. And, and sorry, not the loose guys. Loose film. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they just had a, a pretty, you know, national movie. It did real well. It was well-received. And they're out there fundraising for their next one. And, you know, we had a meeting with them. And they are like, yeah, I have no fucking clue how we're going to figure this out. <laughs> we were like, thank God that we're not the only assholes yeah. out there. Like, yeah. And then, you know, you, time, yeah. yeah, I mean, you talk to, I mean, talk to LA doesn't know what's going on. New York, you know, right. Atlanta, right. they don't know where they're getting the money right. from. You just, right. you just do it. You figure it out. And it happens yeah. or it doesn't. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a big one, right? Right. To, to, yeah. to be talking about doing something for years and years and years and just not doing it. Like, That's, why didn't that happen? I think yeah. I, I appreciate what you guys do because it's not, it's not like theater where you rehearse this much. You do it and then you're done that's it yeah but there's so much more time than love that has to be put into it in mm -hmm. years and years on these projects sometimes and yeah i mean even some of them like you i don't know how many probably got like four or five of them now we're like that's yeah, a good idea we'll film a little something and it goes nowhere yeah yeah mm -hmm. and you're just like eh, it's mm -hmm. in the hard drive yeah who knows someday yeah Maybe. where did the name come from well name my production company mm -hmm. I think it's like an old street I used to live in. When I, was a kid. I love that. I always love that. That's my... a lie. I don't tell anybody what it means. That's okay. You yeah, can I just that. make shit up about it because it's better. <laughs> that, That's a good that was idea. a good one. <clears throat> I believed it. Yeah. I traveled there. It's with named you. my high school kung fu instructor. Yes. That's yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. what was it? One of my one of my favorite answers to random question on a podcast was uh, Joe, who's the owner of Hot Chicken Takeover. Yeah. It's like, where did the recipe come from? He's like, Google. That's oh. awesome. <laughs> he's great. Okay, I Just, love yeah, he's he is great. so funny. We've we've had some very humorous guests yes, we in some have. of our time. Yeah. I, I think one of my, my favorite moments was Dr. Frederick Burtley from Coastside. Do you all know him? I do actually. He's yeah, a, I met him like six months riot. ago. Yeah. He's a riot. Yeah. We've we've gotten into the podcast and I start doing kind of like a little well, as we wind down, he's like, stop. It's my turn to ask you questions. All right. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because he's a Canadian. Yeah. Canadian. Hockey playing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and was a, a, a virologist, if I'm not mistaken. And like, you know, like he was just a, a guy until COVID hit. And then all of a sudden he's like, everyone's like, we need to talk to you and get your opinion about this. And yeah. And it, I mean, yep. and. He's also an amazing human being too. So, so yeah. yeah, we have some cool people in this town. Yeah, and that's I, cool. I know that you and I have met kind of through some of these networking because yeah. it's the thing that I like to do as well. But it's just to meet the number of artists that are out there and creatives that are out there. It's just like yeah, we've got a lot going on here. Ohio's a weird state. It I is love it. Ohio and Florida. I mean, but yeah, I love I mean, how weird, weird this state is. We like to pretend we're not at not as weird as Florida, but we're. If we had sunshine laws, it yeah. would be Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we had gators, it'd be same state, basically. Yeah. Explain the whole, um, like the film commission thing. That how does that work with the laws going in, and we're trying to get money into Ohio? How does all of that? Start? Cash should be all over. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> now nah, I gotta feel that one. Um, <laughs> I mean. There's no, there's no exact answer to that. No, I mean, yet, is there? no. The reality is, if it, if you want, you know, I've been at some really high level meetings about this situation, mm -hmm. and if you do not have the film tax credit that mirrors, basically, the, if it doesn't mirror what Georgia does right now, mm -hmm. you're not going to get films here. Not, not at the level. So, no. are you asking where the commissions intersect with it? Yeah. Or? Well, just. I'm not good at explaining okay. anything, quite frankly, but um, how it's working to try to get money back into Ohio for films being made. Okay, so film, yeah, film tax credit. So when you apply for film tax credit, essentially whatever you spend, whatever the spend is, you can get up to 30% of that spend mm -hmm. back to you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, say it was a million dollar film, $300,000. And here's a funny fact about that. This is so goddamn half-assed backward. Whatever your tax credit is, State of Ohio literally mails you a check for that dollar amount. It comes to the USPS. My what friend got big one? $310,000 check, oh John Sherman, gosh. for they demos. Yeah, we know it John came Sherman. through the mail. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. What do you, 
Where do you even? T- I wouldn't want to touch that. Like, no, oh. it, it, it's, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's like this big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ed McMahon brings it to your house with balloons. Yeah, it's staggering that that's how antiquated that is. So, like, like the Netflix movie, they got a check. They got a literally check that check. Yeah, they got like a, a two point one million dollar check in the bank. Hmm. It's crazy, but, but anyway, where are the intercept? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, you hand it over to your Kemba. Like, take so it down to Kemba and just take it. Here's the check. Uh, Can I have this cash, please? Yes, I want so, a big check, Mr. Attorney. Here, yeah, take this paper. Take care of it. Yeah. You get that cam of that agreement. Yeah. Everyone yeah. gets paid all the way yeah. down the fountain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But so where the film commissions intersect, and the and the you know one of the downsides to be quite candid about Ohio is mm-hmm. we have five film commissions, kind of quasi maybe six, mm-hmm. in a state that barely has film. Right. And everybody wants to have their little fiefdom. The two major players, Cincinnati and Cleveland, play really well together, and okay. and they are you know no offense to John Doherty what he does here, mm-hmm. they're the on the forefront of the fight for, for the film tax credit. Mm-hmm. What you need to mirror is a long time. I mean, yeah. they, they have major films that come right. to Cleveland. They have yeah. major filmmakers that come out of those areas mm-hmm. and come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to look at, it needs to replicate where you don't have a cap on it. And, and it's hard to explain to the infrastructure of the state that putting a no cap, you'll see the ROI. You know, they still have admin costs when they, when they process a lot mm-hmm. of those high dollars. You know, they and Georgia did get in a situation where they had a uh, uh, deficit, like maybe three hundred grand. They also did one point two billion dollars worth oh, of yeah. films one yeah. year. There's some small things that, that metrics that you can do to make it that way. But long and short, you got to get it uncapped, and you have to have a transferable tax credit so that I can sell that tax credit on the open market. Mm-hmm. So if, if our film projected this much. We raised enough money where we didn't really need a tax credit. Mm-hmm. We can move that tax credit and sell it to entities yeah. that, that might need it. And that's not the case in the state of Ohio right now. Mm. So it's hard to get investment money at a significant level. You know, if you're doing a project, anything over north of a million dollars. Just grants and private funding. Private funding yeah. in Ohio. If you really want to film in Ohio. Because the other thing is, the you know, it's only $40 million worth of tax credits right now in the state. That's one big budget movie. right that's one that's netflix rolls into town um and you know i'm i've just sat in a meeting where two weeks ago governor dewine sat in a group of you know the film people in mm-hmm. that state and was pissed off that he was seeing the georgia peach all the time he said i want to see the buckeye mm-hmm. made in ohio well motherfucker funded right yeah. we need the money yeah, yeah. They're, they're giving you a blueprint this is how you get it so maybe you yeah. need to start a because we've already heard two or three well at least two like very successful filmmakers like man we want to yeah. film in mm-hmm. ohio mm-hmm. we don't know if we're going to be able to yeah. yeah just for the funding purposes yeah it's like very successful filmmakers. Like really just well really want to do it here yeah just like, sorry i don't know if we're going to be able to do it here. you know producers mm-hmm. i mean like we i'd say this most time you know every time we so start a petition yeah. these mm-hmm. guys like, I sat in his room and I told him, man, when we go out to LA, you, you tend to meet like six to 12 people that are from Ohio. Mm-hmm. LA, Atlanta. I mean, they Atlanta's left because there's back. nothing here. And they're just expats and they're like, man, I would love to build it there. It's just yeah. not there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's so much creativity here. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we got other friends that, like, I got a good friend of mine that, does, that was a photographer, studied here at Otterbein, actually. And then Otterbein had Masters at CCAD. Oh. Couldn't get work, mm-hmm. commercial work here, went to LA, and now all the Columbus fashion industry hires him to like flies him back out. Mm. He's like, I had to move to LA so you could find me back here to mm-hmm. get the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, fuck it, you're gonna pay me fifty thousand dollars for a day. Take it. Yeah. Take it. You know, yeah. What is that like over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. Oh, those companies it's staggering yeah. amount of money they throw away. Yeah. It'd be nice. Yeah. Well, how do people find you guys when they want you to make their next documentary? Don't leave us alone. And there it is. <laughs> We're too busy. Just give us money. Yeah. yeah. If people want to give you money. How the address find is. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say these at jimfiaproductions.com or jimfia.com. I didn't even have to put productions because G-Y-M. Yeah. com. Because amazingly, that name was open. It's not because it mm. means gibberty garble stuff. So. Mm. It's a street. The street. You just told me that. Mm-hmm. The street, yeah. Now you're lying about it. I'm absolutely lying. Jeez. 
Thank you guys for coming. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. Well, nice round. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, thanks for going through my list of questions. Foxland <laughs> <laughs> Media, think big.